What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Straight from the Pastor's Desk. I got the man of the hour once again, Pastor Jordan Barley here at Abundant Faith Church, the church where faith works. Um, man, today, today, it's kind of a heavy, kind of a heavy day, but nonetheless, man, God's word was still strong for us. And uh, Pastor gave us some principles today to kind of deal with some of the things that's going on um in today's time so we're not gonna waste no time we're gonna dive right into the subject of the day uh the hand of victory man uh such a timely message for everything that's going on kind of give us a little bit of hope um yeah man i'll just let you i'll let you take it from there man the hand of victory yeah i i think that um uh today was was definitely uh probably one of the heavier uh, messages that I've had to give um, outside of, you know, funerals and things like that. Absolutely. Um, but it would be, it would be spiritually irresponsible of me not to uh, in some way, shape or form address uh, what, what our families, our friends, our nation is feeling right now. Yeah. Um, uh, I know here in Envy specifically, uh, in our lifetime, we've never seen uh, the city in as much disarray as it is right now. Right. Um, there's, we've not had, uh, you know, looting, rioting, you know, that type of thing here in Indy before, uh, and and although, uh, in principle. Uh, I do not agree that that's the right way to handle things. I also acknowledge that I understand the frustration that's causing it. Um, and so uh, today, uh, today's message um, was the product of a prayer uh, from me, from 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 me to God, uh, just asking what could I possibly say, you know, right now. Um, to people who are hurting, to people who are frustrated, uh, to people who are confused, to people who are grieving, um, and and that's what he gave me. So so uh, my follow up prayer is that uh, it was encouraging, uh, uplifting, instructional, and convicting. Um, I, I think what you said in the beginning. Um, as you kind of, you know, went into what you just said, is that we do have a responsibility, right? Especially as Christians, especially as leaders. Um, and I, I, I truly believe that, you know, we do have influence in this whole situation, right? We have a platform that we're on right now that people listen to. Um, majority of them are black people that, that support this church, that support uh, the things that we do. And Man, just during this time, I think everything that you said today was so on point with what's going on as far. I mean, because there's almost there's only to some extent, there's only so much hope, you know, that you can put forth when people when emotions are this high, you know, um, and, and it's not it's not even it's still, it feels like all this stuff is kind of compounded. I feel like that because we've always kind of had that anxiety as black men like and we don't talk about it a lot, but. 
um, it's there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just going up the street right now, like it's there. You know, um, I remember I was just talking to um, Jay the other day, my wife, and and just saying that yet yeah, uh, a couple of days ago I was going to work out in the morning, right? And I got followed from the street, like all the way from um, let's say D, you know where DFAS is in Lawrence, all the way to where I was going to work out at. Like just trailing me the whole time, you know what I'm saying? Then when so, what I'm saying is that anxiety is always there, right? But I think it's very important. The very first um, thing that you kind of alluded to today was, you know, that God's hand is always going to be victorious, and it's always bigger than anything, like any attacks of the enemy, because racism is an attack of the enemy. Um, can you can you kind of uh, dive into that? How? And I think that all of us know this, but I think it's important to reiterate. That God is bigger than it all. It's bigger than every any situation. Yeah, um, I mean, like we talked about today, our our battles are um, systemic. Our battles are spiritual. Um, our battles are invisible. And uh, from a systemic standpoint, if God is infinite, there's no system that can contain Him. Um, from a spiritual standpoint, uh, the Bible says that God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Uh, there's nothing uh, spiritual or otherwise uh, that exists uh, without his uh, creation. Um, and so so he's bigger than that. Uh, he, <laughs> he's, a, he's also a God that, that is uh, invisible but eternal. Uh, so, so, so we're, we're winning right. in that sense. Uh, and you know, one of, one of my favorite sayings from, from the old school churches, you know, he can do all things, but fail. Absolutely. Uh, and so there's nothing, there's nothing that can come against us. There's nothing that, uh, that we face, uh, that he's not bigger than, um, I heard, uh, Pastor Clarence Moore one day, uh, preach a sermon, Pastor Clarence Moore from, uh, New Era Church, and he told the story in one of the sermons that, you know, there was a preacher preaching about prayer, and, you know, after the sermon, a lady came up to the pastor and said, hey, uh, you know, I, I really like the message, but, you know, I just, you were talking about, you know, taking everything to God in prayer, and, you know, I just really don't agree with that, because, you know, I, I don't really want to bother God with the little stuff, you yeah. know, I can take care of the little stuff, you know, I only want to bring you know, the big stuff to God. I don't want to bother him with the little stuff. And that pastor had to correct her and say, you know, you might as well take everything to him because everything is little to him. Right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, and so that, that's where we are is understanding right. that big or small is relative to us, but it's non-existent to God. It's all the same. Uh, he, he's bigger than all of it. And so, um, even when you say, you know, you talk about hope, um, there's, there, there is always hope to be had. Uh, one of, one of our, our missteps is that we oftentimes put our hope in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, and Absolutely. so if yeah. we're hoping for the system to do right, it's That's not right. likely. Right. That's <laughs> in the wrong spot. Uh, yeah. yeah. If we're hoping for, uh, you know, uh, the good, the good ones to speak out against the bad ones. I mean, you know, 
but if if we're hoping if we're hoping that God will intervene when necessary right that that's something we can expect that's something we can put our hope in if we're hoping you know that the Holy Spirit will guide us and cover us that's something worth putting your hope in and so um, when you talk about potentially uh, for lack of a better term running out of hope uh, I, I, I would I would say uh, before you get to that point uh, to redirect your hope absolutely man and I think um, the thing that kind of brought me joy throughout this whole thing I mean in the last couple of days right is that we get to see God God's victory in all of this like even though it's not even played out yet um, and it's, this is what I kind of even though I have this love-hate relationship with like social media you know what I'm saying where it's kind of like it's a distraction and then it's a lot of negative but then at the same time uh, it's it's almost the only true media as far as real time right because yeah. CNN can put whatever up you know Fox can put whatever up but what's right here you know what I'm saying? And one thing that I saw from that viewpoint was love. I saw a lot of people come together that normally probably wouldn't even be holding hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I saw a lot of people come together because, and I think it was very important because during times like this, not only is hope lost and putting hope into the right places, you know, but we're putting it in the wrong places, period, point blank, a lot of times, right? But sometimes we lose our hope in humanity. You know what I'm saying? So then you start looking at the person to your left and to your right different. Like, well, I remember uh, when Ferguson was happening, because this stuff has been happening. I remember when Ferguson was happening. I was in uniform. I was in military. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at the dude to my left and my right as they're not understanding. And now I'm looking at them different. But one thing that I'm seeing now is I'm seeing white and black coming together. I'm seeing Hispanic. I'm seeing all of it. Mix, and, I, and I believe that um, as we come together, that's a sign of God's love. No, that's a sign of that I'm still in the midst of everything that's going on. And the victory will happen, you know. Um, and like you said, if we're putting our hopes in <laughs> the system that wasn't created for us in the first place, then we already got the, you know, we can't win that battle. Only God can handle that situation, right? Um, I, I, I want to pivot a little bit um, because you talked about having victory over the, the inner you, right? And I want to make sure because like i said we have a responsibility i want to make sure that we talk about anger and we talk about how to deal with anger because i think a lot of times you you think that anger is a bad thing but it's not necessarily a bad thing as long as you don't do it in a sinful way right the, the bible never says don't be angry i think there's even a text that says be angry just don't sin right so can we can we uh dive into that a little bit um, I think that I think that anger is 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 an emotion just like any other, right? Um, and and I think what happens, particularly with anger, is that uh, um, is that we don't deal with it until it explodes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that that's even what you're talking about. You know, when the Bible says, you know, you can be angry but don't sin. It, it's, you know. It, it, there's a saying feel your feelings yeah. right like don't ignore your feelings don't ignore your emotions and that's important but but don't that's let important. them control you yeah. right yeah. But, because what will happen is if you try to suppress your anger mm -hmm. um, if, if if you if you notice in any situation most of the time a person's breaking point is not the worst thing they've been through right 
it's it's that it's that last straw. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it, it the last straw is generally the smallest. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> it, it's it's compiled. And so when yeah. you're talking about anger, it's the same in the sense of you know understanding that you, you got to deal with it, otherwise you run the risk of explosion. Yeah. Uh, in reality, you run the risk of explosion. Um, and so and so. Um, this is why the peace of God is so important. Yeah. This is why the joy of the Lord is so important. Absolutely. Uh, because because you need those um, those experiences with God to be able to to counteract uh, what we feel in our humanity. Absolutely. Um, but the reality is that the Bible speaks about even God Himself being angry at times, yeah. right? Um, but we also see that generally when God gets angry, he deals with whatever that issue is right then and there. Absolutely. You know, yeah. y- y'all done made me mad, flood the earth. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, he deals, he deals with it. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, uh, we need to be able to do the same thing or else, or else we'll, we'll, we'll explode. And, and the danger of the explosion is that we become, we become the victim of our of our own explosion we yeah. you know what i mean we yeah. we become a casualty mm-hmm. uh in that explosion and so you you lose yourself uh, whether emotionally mentally physically uh, spiritually you'll you'll lose yourself if you don't deal with it and i think that's there's a lot to unpack right here right because i think it's very important that you have some emotional intelligence because it's not necessarily talked about a lot, mm-hmm. right? Like I didn't grow up even hearing, especially for black men. Yeah, I was gonna say that, yeah. right? Because, and that's why, um, that's why, like, that's one of my missions in life, mm-hmm. right? To really help black youth because we don't have out too many outlets for our anger. Um, even even if we're talking about you know just having that relationship with God, sometimes we don't even have that necessarily unless unless it's introduced to us through some other type of way, right? Um, and I think that is super important to understand emotion because anger is an emotion. It's a very strong emotion, right? I remember even just uh, watching the, the Jordan doc, right? Mm-hmm. He found ways to use his anger on the court for his advantage. But think about how anger, like you said, it can just explode. Mm-hmm. It becomes this thing that is this, that oh, that overcomes you. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's very... I, I dealt with anger issues when I was growing up, like super bad, you know, like just all type of just outbursts, you know? And uh, I had a guy tell me two things. He said, number one, uh, the person that angers you controls you, right? That, 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 that kind of changed the way I dealt with anger. Right. Cause I like, I don't want to be, I want to be in control of me. Right. right. The second thing is when emotions are high, reasoning is low. So you're not even thinking straight when you're angry and you're just in anger. Um, so I, I want to kind of give people, and, and, and this is just how we deal with it, right? This is just a conversation piece. How can we deal with our anger um, in a productive way, in a, in a progressive way, I should say? I think we've kind of uh, given some principles, you know, throughout the series of this podcast, but um, personally, how, would, how do you deal with anger personally? Because I'm pretty sure you felt those feelings. You know, um, so personally, how do how do you deal with that anger? I mean, if if I'm being you know 
one of the purposes of this podcast is transparency. And, Absolutely. And I'm still learning to deal with it. Yeah. Um, I'm still learning to it's deal with with emotions in general. Yeah. Um, because emotions on in one way or another make you vulnerable. Yeah. And as black men, we don't like vulnerability. Not at all. Um, if if you're in love, you run the risk of being taken advantage of because love will allow people to get away with things that you wouldn't normally let them get away with. Uh, if if you're happy, you you look at life through you know rose filtered glasses. You know what I'm saying? Um, when when you're hurting, you know you're on the defense all the time. Uh, you know when you're angry, you're in attack all the time. Yeah. Uh, and so, so, so every emotion uh, has a space of vulnerability in one way or another. Um, but I, I think that what I'm, not what I've learned, but what I'm learning is uh, there's a few things. One, um, it's important to have people around you that you can express your anger to. Yeah. Or your let me not, let's not limit it to anger. There's you need people around you that you can express your emotion to. Absolutely. Um. And, and you need outlets uh, to be able to release uh, certain emotions. Like before before we started filming, we were talking about our, our outlet is the gym. I you can't know, we, listen. We, get, we hit the weights and, you know, whatever yeah. aggression we have, you know, you're able to kind of kind of get that out. Uh, I can't um, wait to get back. You know, but, but between the weights and the, and the sauna and the steam room, you know, you, you can completely change your whole outlook on <laughs> yeah. the day. Absolutely, you know, uh, and and so you, you need to be able to find outlets, uh, whether it's the gym, whether it's uh, crocheting, whether it's yeah. reading, whether it's, you know, just take whatever it is, you got to be able to find outlets. Um, but then also, um, I, I think one of the biggest ways um, is is the is the acknowledging of the emotion. Um, uh, in the five stages of, of grief. Denial is the first step. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, and so, and so, you, you can't really, you can't really start a process until after you've acknowledged it. Right. So, um, so I would say that those are probably the three main things. Uh, not in any particular order. I think they're equally important. Um, but those are probably the three main things that I would say uh, that that are that are helping me currently. And I think that acknowledgement that you just talked about is super important, mm -hmm. right? Because when you don't acknowledge a problem, it kind of, like you said, it becomes that last straw. Like mm -hmm. a, as a parent, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just take it down to being mm -hmm. a parent, right? Your kids could be acting up all day. And they may have started off with some big stuff. up oh, that didn't drew on the wall or something, you know? But then they do the smallest thing, like drop, drop a cup of water. <laughs> Go to your room. You know what I mean? It's like the water, is that really a big issue? Yeah. But it was because we didn't you know, express what was really going on or deal with the issue up front. Um, I think, I, you know what, I, I don't, don't want to cut you off, but I just think that, um, again, specifically to black men, mm -hmm. um, we have been trained to be emotionless. Yeah, absolutely. Um, from, from a child. From a child. And don't so, cry. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and, and I find myself doing it, yeah. you know, to my son. Right? And I cut that crying out. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but, but because of that, that's why many of us are ticking time bombs. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, because we don't have, we've not been afforded the space to be emotional. Uh, and so when we're dealing with our children, when we're dealing with our wives, when we're dealing with our, you know, uh, when we're dealing with our, our workspaces or whatever, um, and then you have different personalities that interact, you know, if you got two alpha males that are both taking time bombs like that, that could become a problem. It could destroy a whole uh, community. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, and, and if you've got, you know, uh, one alpha and one beta, then, you know, somebody's getting fed to the sharks you know what i mean and so um and for us to have the responsibility of being leaders of our homes and our communities we have to be very aware of our emotion because the way we handle or don't handle our emotion put everyone around us in jeopardy absolutely man as far as parenting goes right and we can apply this to to life um one thing that I learned, you know, how we were talking about, you know, as black men, we weren't allowed to really have those. Because I, I remember, like, I was raised by a single mother, right? I remember one of the things that my mom would constantly repeat, and this is no fault of her own because she don't know how to raise a black man, but she would be like, I'm making you a man. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I get I get what you, like, as, as an adult now, yeah, I get you, what you're saying, you but. What you were try, I understand what you were trying right, to do. But, but neither but. one of us knows what. Yeah. a man especially a black man in america really yeah. is supposed to be uh one thing that i that i do with my son and I, I think i look at it as a blessing that even though i didn't have a father i have a son and i get to kind of see but I was, it's funny because i was just talking to my wife the other day um about i she she said i bet it feels good to uh like see your son and and the, the things that he's had joy in like because the other day we taught him how to ride the bike right mm -hmm. i got to do that but I said, from his perspective, I don't understand. Mm. From his perspective, like as a father, it feels good. But from his perspective, yeah, I never got. Know I don't know like. what it, I don't know what he's feeling. Yeah. And 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 that kind of you know puts a gap between us a little yeah, bit. It's a disconnect. Right, because it's like I'm excited, and I know that he's excited. I can see it, but I don't understand what I mean to him. I guess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't really get it because I I was always I'm good. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm good. Yeah. I'm this. I'm that. But one thing that I've uh, learned to do with him um, is when he, because he, he's going to get emotional, right? I always stop him and embrace him and say, go ahead and cry. Go ahead and let it out. But we're going to deal with this when you're done. If you need five minutes, go mm -hmm. ahead. But we're going to deal with this <laughs> issue mm -hmm. when you're done crying because it's okay to be emotional. I'm trying to make sure that he knows it's okay to be emotional. It's not okay to act out of that anger. Mm -hmm. But it's okay to be uh, to be angry. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to have these feelings. You're human, but we're going to deal with the issue. And I think as a principle, that's something that all of us can take away. It's okay to be angry. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm watching. I didn't. I didn't. I, I don't watch the videos of people dying. Mm -hmm. Right. I try not to. I've already had enough trauma. I already seen enough people die. You know what I'm saying? Like just growing up post road. You know. Mm -hmm. Um. So I don't want to revisit those things. But. When I feel those emotions, I'm not afraid to show that emotion. I used to be now. Don't yeah. get me wrong. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think this goes back into the battle of the inner me, right? And I always want to bring it back full mm -hmm. circle. I think because I think there's two uh, dichotomies there, right? I had to go ahead and go get a dictionary. There's a dichotomy. Oh, hey, okay. Hey, listen, listen. I'm working on. I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working diligently, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, you are good. There's you're good. a dichotomy here, right? Um, because one thing that I've learned in the military, right? You would think, okay, I put it like this. 
because I've been in combat training. I've never been in combat, but I've been in the training to, you know, you know right, the story, right? Right. Um, you would think that in war, that anger would be like a strength, right? You would mm -hmm. think that, oh, I'm, I'm angry. I'm, a, But that's actually your weakest point. Mm -hmm. And leaders in the military, when they see another leader getting angry and showing that, they look at them as weak while the lower enlisted looks at that like, oh, man, he's the... But they look at it as weak. Mm. And when we're acting out that emotion, right, like that in a destructive way, that's actually weakness. Right. That's actually weakness, right? Um, and the reason why I said that is because I wrote down this right here from your from the sermon today is that we all have a righteous side of us and we all have a monstrous side of us. Mm. All of us. Mm -hmm. Right? That's that sinful nature that's in battle with that you know, righteous nature. Mm -hmm. uh, can we kind of dive into that? Because that was an amazing, I think that's the, if we don't get nothing else from this podcast, we got to understand how to deal with that inner battle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, like I said, the Bible says uh, that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. There, There is a dichotomy in everyone. I mean, there's no, there's your spiritual man um, and, and there's, there's the flesh, yeah. right? And so um, even Paul talks about, you know, uh, every time I try to do something good, I end up doing something bad because yeah. the bad is what I really want to do, even yeah. though the good is what I know I should do, yeah. right? And so, um, so there's there's always going to be that that internal battle of, uh, and, and we talked about it this morning, that internal battle between what I know I should be doing yeah. versus what I want to be doing. Yeah. Um, uh, and so and so, uh, that, again, uh, that can be affected by any emotion. You know, uh, if if you if you, um, it, it's affected by the combination of emotion and desire, right? So, so if I have the desire to be loved, I run the risk of falling into lust, yeah. right? Because my flesh can't tell the difference. Right. My spirit knows the difference. My flesh don't know the difference. You, you see what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, so so there's that battle. There's the battle between I'm angry and I know that I should give myself time to cool off and think rationally, but what I want to do is snap yeah. off, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, yeah. uh, I'm hurting, so I know that I should deal with the hurt and, and be able to move on, but what I want to do is just crawl up in a corner somewhere, and you know what I'm saying? And yeah. so there, there is a dichotomy, there is a battle, there is... Uh, you know, this back and forth, this pull and pull, uh, push and pull uh, that we all deal with internally. Um, and so uh, I think where a lot of us fall victim, again, is ignoring that it exists, yeah. right? Because us ignoring this, it doesn't make it go away. Right, right. Uh, and and, it, and it, allows, it allows it time to grow, right? <laughs> which, yeah. which is even more dangerous. And so... Um, you know, when, when we're dealing with us internally, uh, it's important, especially as believers. Uh, I can't, can't speak to everybody on this point, but especially to believers. If the battle is internal, and the spirit of God is in you, then it's two on one. Yeah. Ooh. Because yeah, it's like your like spirit that. and God's spirit against one flesh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you, you, you got one up. Right. Um, and so. Uh, as long as we can, as long as we can acknowledge what's happening, then we can effectively deal with what's happening. Absolutely. Man. So I think that's point, or that's step number one, mm -hmm. right? 
uh, dealing with the, the inner us. Because if we don't deal with that first, then we become the enemy, <laughs> you know, to ourselves, to ourselves. And then we yeah. become so destructive, maybe to ourselves, to people around us. You know, if, if my energy wasn't right, I come in here now, this is out of whack. That's yeah. out of whack. You got to deal with me, and then that takes your, you know. Right. So there's there's a there's a trickle down effect. Yeah. There's a domino effect yeah. of when we don't deal with the inner self, and like you just said, we don't got to do it alone, mm-hmm. and that's the most important. So I think the very first thing, um, and maybe you can maybe it was same for you. The very first thing that I did when all of this stuff was happening from COVID to now, I'm in 2020. 2020 is <laughs> is a. <laughs> Is a yeah. beast, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but and and not to go sidetrack, but I still see how I, I still believe God is going to turn all of this Absolutely. around. And I think that all of this, in a way, is necessary. I don't want to be, um, I don't want to sound, you know, off-putting or anything. Right. But I think there is something that God. It's always something that God yeah. is doing. Um, so we battle with that inner that inner self first. We got to do that first. And I and I know for me that the very first thing that I wanted to do was to stop, don't, you know, not to react, not to just, I don't think it was good for me to even go in that atmosphere, you know, from downtown with everything mm-hmm. that was going on. Mm-hmm. I wanted to check myself first, right? Mm-hmm. Pray about it mm-hmm. first, uh, gather my thoughts about it, deal with the inner part. And then um, from there, now we can, now we can allow God to do what God's going to do, right? And that was your your second point today is that God has the victory over the enemy. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain battles that we can fight, and it starts with the inner, mm-hmm. but the rest is up to God. Mm-hmm. So can you can you kind of dive into that? Because that doesn't necessarily – I don't think that you meant that there's nothing else that right. we, we can do. Right. But there is a surrender there. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, it, it boils down to, you know, our, our submission to God is the first step in victory right um and so that's important yeah it's i mean that's just that's just the reality of a believer right Right. um uh and so but also reminding ourselves that that there's nothing um that catches god by surprise there's nothing you know that he won't bring us through um uh, and even when we talk about 2020 uh, i kind of laugh to myself every now and then because i'm like you know uh at watch night service everybody was 2020 2020 vision this is the year and and so uh haymakers well well and and here's here's what i realized i think that people were so caught up in you know uh the catchiness of year 2020 uh that that we didn't that we didn't recognize uh what was coming and so and so uh, one of the reasons why I believe that our, uh, in this moment, 2020 vision is so important is because it's going to be hard to see through all of everything that's going on. Yeah. You know, it, it's really hard to see the good in what's happening. Yeah. It's hard to see the good in pandemic. It's hard yeah. to see the good in, you know, uh, riots and protests. It's hard to see the good in sickness. It's hard to see the good in death. It's hard to see the good in anger. And so uh, could you imagine having to deal with all of these things without having clear vision? Right. Right. And yeah. so uh, so what we have to recognize right now is that in moments like this, who and what we need to see most clearly is God himself. Absolutely. 
as long as we can see him, he'll take care of the rest. Uh, so whether it be an enemy, whether it be uh, ourselves, whether it be, you know, circumstantial, uh, financial, whatever, as long as we can see him. Uh, the Bible says that Peter stepped out on the water to walk to Jesus. And when he got out of the boat to walk to Jesus, the storm was happening. Right. Yeah. And then he gets to G or gets close to Jesus. The storm's still happening, but he, he, he changes his focus. Right. And so, and so that's when he begins to sink. And so uh, we have to be conscious and careful to continue to see clearly. Uh, uh, but, but, have our sights set on God. Absolutely, man. I think it's, I think I had to write this down. I've been kind of <laughs> taking notes because I don't like, I don't want to, you know, because everything that you're saying is very important. I don't mm -hmm. want to cut you off. So if you see me writing something <laughs> on my phone, just know I'm writing down notes. Uh, I think it's important that we say this to hit your point home, right? Mm -hmm. About, you know, in the beginning of the year, we like, ah, mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times that we envision the there has to be a battle for a victory to be won. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, like even if we take it down to sports, you can't win a game without playing the game. And you probably are going to face some battles within that game that allows you to be victorious. So we have to go through. Now, we didn't see this. Now, we ain't about to just act like exactly. we saw this coming, nah, right? Nah, this, 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 was, this was definitely oh, this unexpected. <laughs> Look, we go back uh, to this a win. That was a Tyson uppercut. This, yeah. This is, yeah. Yeah. We didn't see what the battle was. I mean, and, and, I, and I hate to keep taking this back to, like, the military, but yeah. a lot of times in, in any – because I've studied, I studied wars, mm -hmm. right? in any war you weren't seeing all the elements of it like when exactly. we went to vietnam you didn't see that they were underground yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like just when we well we're still there but it, you know we didn't see some of the elements of that but in order to have victory there's elements in the battle that you're not going to see and you have to face a battle to win yeah. um as far as allowing god to be god like we all i think we've said this every single podcast i don't mm -hmm. think there's been one podcast without us saying this um I can I can see two sides of this, right? I can see the person that's saying, yeah, I'm trusting in God. I got the faith. I'm good. I'm allowed God to do the thing. And I can see the other person that's like, bump that. Because we didn't been, we didn't done the praying. We mm -hmm. didn't done the holding hands. We didn't done the singing. We didn't done all of this. I want to meet in the middle there with, with, the both, with both sides, right? I want to ask you this. What are the ingredients... I should say the ingredients, right? So let's just say you have to manufacture. I, th I thought about it. I've been thinking about this all weekend. I'm trying this in, right? I've been thinking about this, bro. I'm thinking to the next level, right? You got to manufacture a faith drink, right? <laughs> hey, man, this is the church where faith works, right? We got to manufacture our own faith drink, right? What would be maybe the top three? Because I want to meet that person in the middle, right? I want to meet the person that still got the faith in God, but they just like, I'm tired. You know, like, like what is what are the ingredients to remain in that faith during this time, right? Like if you had to manufacture <laughs> liquid faith, okay. <laughs> you know uh, what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, next uh, level, next level. Um the, the first and most important ingredient, ironically enough, uh problems problems 
See, I told you we going to. I told you, look, this this yeah. open up this open up a gate right here. Problems. Yeah. Yeah. That's ingredient I mean, number one. It's it has to be. I mean, why would you need faith if you never if you never had any issues? Any issues there, yeah. There's no there's no reason for faith without without an issue. We, our salvation comes by faith because there's a sin issue. Yeah. Right. Um, the Bible says that creation that that Adam and Eve were communing with God like he he would show up in the garden right mm -hmm. so they didn't they didn't need to have faith that he existed they saw him <laughs> right yeah so yeah. faith doesn't come into play until sin comes into play that's yeah. a problem sin's yeah. a problem right yeah. and so that that's unfortunately that's the first ingredient right right and that's important to say because we facing what we're right. facing some exactly. problems right now. Exactly. That's why I said I wanted to get both sides of that because yeah. there's that person that's saying, I've seen it. You know, I've seen <laughs> yeah. It. I know that for faith, but they're just tired, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So number one is problems. That's yeah. the number one ingredient, problems. Okay. And then I I would probably say number two. Number two is probably hope. We got problems we got hope absolutely and, um, by definition faith is the the substance of things hoped for yeah. it's the manifestation of what you hope for yeah. it's evidence for what you've not seen absolutely um and so you got a problem you add some hope to that hope that it'll get better yeah uh, hope, hope is such such a powerful thing it, it is um, hope that it'll change hope that that god will show up um so we got problems we got hope uh and and then and then uh, i'm just i'm 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 coming up with these ingredients on the spot. based on on the spot but based on what i know about what scripture says i, I don't want to i don't want to give you what jordan thinks i want to give you what scripture says so i would say a problem i would say hope absolutely and then i would say work yes Action. Like you need work. You it's need funny because I was just thinking that in my head. Yeah, you need action. Man. Um because faith without action doesn't exist. Um and so uh yeah, I mean those would be my top ingredients right. based on what I know. Liquid uh, faith coming to you very <laughs> soon. But no, but, but but sidebar, right? I want the people to understand this is why our pastor is awesome, right? Because we don't do pre-production. That was a side. I look, I hit him with a side question that I, that we probably should have talked about beforehand, right? But he answered that straight to the, this man knows the word, man. And, and you know, those, I couldn't have said anything. But when I was thinking about it, I'm like, I don't know what he's going to say. I meant to text you. I ain't going to lie. I meant to text you and tell you I was going to ask you that. But it's even better now that, you know, you got yeah. it because this is like, if we're not, I be just believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I just believe that this church is going to be known how we those three basically how we handle those three ingredients, how we um, live by faith. Mm -hmm. Like that's what we all of this that's happening is mm -hmm. within this church is literally off that mustard seed. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I'm saying? So um, yeah, I think that's very important. So as we close this, right? So we got number one was that we have to get that victory over the the enemy, mm -hmm. right? Number two. Um, we got to understand that God is God and God has the victory over the enemy. God, by surprise to God, mm -hmm. you know, if it has to, if it happened, you said this today, it has to go through God first, right? 
So um, liquid faith comes. You know what I'm saying? Li I, that liquid faith is in there too, right? How do we, the yeah. ingredients uh -huh. that we need to hold on? Because like I said, there's two sides of that 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 battle, right? There's that yeah. person that's like, okay, I'm, maybe they're not as um, action or radical or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then you got the other person who's more. Yeah. It's like, man, I, but they still have that that faith. So um, to wrap this up, right? Victory over my envy. Mm -hmm. Right, victory over my envy. I'm gonna let you go ahead and and, and take that take that on. Um, I think that probably the best summary of that thought is that uh, ultimately there's no way you can lose. I mean, it, it, it just isn't. I mean, we, winning. Is I say I say this all the time. As a believer, the worst thing that can happen to you is also the best thing that can happen to you. Yeah, yeah. The worst thing that can happen already, to you already is know you where you die. Heading. Yeah. Absolutely. But I die and go to heaven? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I still win. Now, the people that's left behind me, they're going to be hurt. Yeah, but, but I'm going but, to be. But even that, the Bible says that, that we don't mourn in the same way that non-believers do. Absolutely. Because other believers get it, too. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm going to miss this person, but, like, they're in a better Kind of jealous a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in, in that sense, like, I, yeah. I ain't in no rush to get there, but, right. like. But but all the things that they were dealing with, they're they're no longer it's dealing over. with those things. It's I want pain. It's over. Racism. It's over. You <laughs> know, won. like it's yeah, yeah. I want Paul said it to live as Christ to die is gain. Like that's such a powerful. That, that's powerful. Yeah, I <laughs> you mean, know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it, every day that I live is by the grace of God. Yeah, and to die is to be with Him. I win. I, I don't lose. Yeah, I win. So we got he's he's got victory over our ending. He's right. he set us up to be able to win regardless. Man, absolutely, man. Man, it's, it's I I hope that this podcast has episode particularly right. I mm -hmm. hope that it's helped in some kind of way. Like I told you that that ingredients boy, <laughs> I, like I was working hard on that, bro. All week, I was like, listen, I was going around just looking at the. <laughs> Uh, uh faith, yeah, ingredients <laughs> of faith. How we liquid faith, how we gonna make this? Yeah. But um, yeah, man, I, I just hope that it that it's helped. I hope that uh go back to the sermon, listen to the sermon because in within that sermon, this this is just like the the dessert at the end, mm -hmm. right? But the sermon was was the meat and the potatoes, and we need that, you know what I'm saying? We need that for our nourishment. Um, I want to leave with this with this because you said this within um today's sermon as well, and it's kind of at the end as well. Um uh, that we're built for this fight, man. Mm -hmm. As and I'm talking specifically to our people. Mm -hmm. We've been through so much, man. Yeah. We are built. We come, you know what I'm saying? Like where we come from, whose we are, we're built for this. So I understand we're angry. I understand we're hurt. I understand we're grieving. I understand that anxiety is high. You know, all these things are hot, but we are built for this battle, man. Yeah. And God is on our side. And we have the victory. Absolutely. We have the victory. So listen, y'all, as usual, meet us back here on Wednesday, 7 p.m. for Bible study, right? We still got to get this word in us. We still got to get fed. Sundays, 10 a.m., right? Sundays, 10 a.m. And, oh, this podcast will be exclusive, uh, exclusively on, on, on Spotify, right? Mm -hmm. We put it on Spotify. We put it on YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube, so go listen to the audio. Share the podcast. Share the sermons. We appreciate y'all, and we'll see you on another episode of Straight from the Pastor's Desk. Be God, blessed. God bless you.